Welcome to the Illini Basketball Podcast, episode number 95. Five until 100, you know, pretty sweet. Wow. We'll be at 100 in February, so very exciting news there, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you know, coming off a of victory, you know, it's a win is a win is a win. And they beat Chicago's Big Ten team, you know, Northwestern, right. who, who I said going into the game was better than their record, but watching them, I mean – I don't know about that. <laughs> this I, is a game that almost every other team in the Big Ten beats Illinois in this game. Yeah, it's just weird how close Northwestern has played teams. Um, I mean, they've only lost one game by double digits, and that was to Purdue. Um, and Illinois was bad offensively. I mean, Trent Frazier probably his worst offensive game he's had since being at Illinois. Um so they they needed some help. So uh, player of the game, I'm going with the guy that I think won it for Illinois, Demonte Williams. Um, I know I gave him a lot of crap, probably the last two podcasts, um, but I did say that he needs to play. It's just finding when he needs to play and and doing those things. Um, stat line, not great, right? Um, he was one for one, Efficient. but but that one was was the biggest basket of the game um, with him getting the rebound and slamming it down. Um, I got pretty excited. If you follow Twitter, you probably saw it on there. Um, he was three for four from the free throw line down the stretch, had five points, nine rebounds, which was uh, tied for the team lead with Kofi and three assists. Um, I wrote down just over, over the last minutes of the game, um, he had a huge box out in which Kofi, for some reason, let it hit the ground. I mean, the dude's seven foot tall with eight foot long arms and the ball bounced in front of him, which annoyed me. But anyways, uh, he had that put back dunk. He made two free throws when he needed to. Uh, he had a huge stop on Nance down the stretch and he had two big rebounds for him. So uh, Brad Underwood said after the game, uh, quote, put a big capital W by his name. So. Well, Good for Demonte. He did. Yeah. He does what he does, right? I mean, he he doesn't do anything fancy. Um, he plays defense against bigger guys. Uh, not a great stat line, but he was a big part of Illinois pulling pulling off a win here. Yeah, I figured I'd change it up, go with a different different player. I know you're taking pot shots at my player of the game, but uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm not taking pot shots at Kofi. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Kofi because here's the thing. He kept them afloat. He was the only guy that could score early in the second half. Absolutely. And the whole plumber foul trouble thing is ridiculous because one of those that was the fourth foul, or the third the foul. Four, it was didn't the even fourth. touch him. Didn't yeah, even touch wasn't him. Wasn't even Just close to him. Horrendous call. And these refs sucked. Total yeah. ref show. Everybody saw it. It's like every <laughs> other game, the refs yep. are terrible. So hopefully the Wisconsin game, the refs are good. Maybe this feels like a Borowski game, though, if I had to guess. Uh, yeah. I'm, He'll probably I'm be guessing. the guy. Uh, but I feel like honestly, Borowski's crew might be better than what we had on Saturday. That's true. That's yeah, this was a rough show. Fair enough. Kofi made yeah. a mid-range jumper. <laughs> Fadeaway mid-range jumper. He shot jumper. two of them. One yeah. of them was not close. The other one went in. Yeah. This was a fadeaway that went in, so uh, yeah. pretty legit. And uh, kept him afloat. They aren't in this game if he's not, you know, at least – I mean, he's 10 for 17, which for yeah. his standards is not great. It's yeah. Like 12 of 17 is what I would aim for at a 17 shots, but not going to complain. That's still right. over 50%. If yeah. my math is correct, but uh, kept him afloat. Shout out to Demonte. Shout out to the freshman. Yeah, specifically definitely. Melendez and uh, Podge. 
Yeah, I believe is what we call them. Uh, we'll talk about them later, I'm sure. But yeah, uh, absolutely. I don't think that Northwestern has any good players in their team except for Nance. Honestly, yeah. Like, I mean, you you got to think. I mean, I know you hate Boo Booey. He's a no show every single time he plays Illinois. Well, I wonder no why show. that is. I wonder why that is. I know. And who guard, who guarded him for exactly, 40 minutes? <laughs> if he was good at all, he would at least do something. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Kofi, I mean, he he made baskets when Illinois needed baskets. Um, 22 points, nine rebounds, like I said already. Uh, he had an assist and a block. He played 30 minutes coming out of the concussion thing and, and all that. So, um, really good to have him back. Uh, I felt like he didn't handle the ball too well. He did have four turnovers. Um, Northwestern was doubling him a lot and the guards were getting in there and, and smacking it away from him a few times. But, uh, you know, I, when you take a few games off, you, you expect little hiccups like that. Um, Brad was asked how it was having Kofi back. And he said, it's nice to have the horse back. So. All right. I mean, yeah, he's I, the horse. <laughs> sure. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I feel like when somebody like Grandison is out of sorts, the entire Grand. team kind of gets out of sorts. Yeah. That's Grand, what happened in this game. Grandison has, has struggled in this third game in a row. Um, if he's going to have a bad right? stretch, get out of the way now. You know. Yeah. And, and they're winning scoring in the fifties. So it's not like he's got And you think, you know, Grandison puts up his 13, 14, 15 points. Illinois is, you know, scoring in the seventies, but um, Grandison is oh for three. For some reason, I thought the announcer said he was oh for five, but maybe that was over the last two games. I don't remember, but um, he he always seems that he's always had kind of a quick shot. It seemed a little bit slower. He had one where I mean, it took him five minutes. It seemed like to get up, and he got blocked. Um, he was one of six total from the field he had six rebounds which i like to see um we've talked about him having two or three per game um he did have six in this game and uh he had four assists uh one of those assists was a nice outlet pass to the freshman rj melendez for a nice slam um and and i still think he's the best at feeding kofi um it it it, it just when he's in there he needs we need more offense from him um and i'm sure he'll get that back um uh, because his defense is is iffy at times so still better um, than plumber yeah but he had two steals too so uh i, I guess i can't rip on his defense too much uh you talked about plumber's flat foul trouble only got 19 minutes um the freshman did play a lot of significant significant minutes um down the stretch uh which was nice that they could feel, fill in for plumber um, since Plummer was getting screwed the whole game. But uh, he was two of five from three, nine points, uh, three rebounds. I think he missed a free throw again this game. He did, yeah. So um, I like how – and what's going on hilarious, there. the thing that sums up Northwestern the best is waiting like 20 seconds to foul Illinois just to foul one of the best free throw shooters in the country. <laughs> yeah. Just unbelievable. They fouled him twice too late in the game because the last possession was a foul as well. But uh, going back to Granison real quick. Yeah. Looking at his game log, I would say three out of the last four or four out of the last five games, he's been awful. Yeah. So if you look at Northwestern this game, he goes one for six and uh, really doesn't do anything other. I mean, he had what six rebounds, you said, so that's not yeah. that bad, but yeah. um, including an offensive rebound. Michigan State, he goes two for nine, including one for seven from three. So he had seven points the last two games. Now, 
The Maryland game, he was good. And it's not something that we think about because they lost. But in that game, he was five for eight from the field yeah. uh, with 14 points. So he did stuff in that game. Now, Michigan, he had six points, two of five from three, didn't shoot a two. Purdue, he had eight points, and he was uh, three for ten from the field. So I would consider – I'd say the the last two games have been awful. Maryland, he was okay. Purdue, he was inefficient and not that good, not that impactful. Uh, mm-hmm. Michigan, I thought he was okay. But I don't. I mean, it's weird because Maryland, the first time they played, he was two for twelve in the field. Right. So just inconsistent, and that's what you're going to get when you got a guy who's coming over from. I know he played here last year and he was good, and he obviously had a smaller role last year, even though he's still starting. But I feel like they need him more this year than they did last year because Io is not here. Right, and I and I don't know if he keeps struggling shooting. Do the freshmen get more time over him? I know that that they kind of have the same length as Grandison. Uh, the freshmen need to be playing more. Period. I don't care what Grandison does. And this is a big one yeah. for me, considering what I said like two months ago. But I feel like that's <laughs> normal that you're going to think that about freshmen early in the season yeah. when they're not the high caliber five star guys we're going to play right away. Well, and they and Brad said um, about the about the freshmen that, um, you know, they have really good guys playing in front of them. So that's why they haven't played a whole lot of minutes. Hawkins is not a really good guy. I don't give a shit how tall he is. He shouldn't be playing. Well, I don't think that's who he was talking about. Well, I mean, take his minutes away. Just because he's three inches taller than Goody, he should play more. I mean, it's stupid. Goody can actually shoot. Goody can actually defend. Now, I know he took a couple of stupid fouls in this game. Yeah, but – Last two games, we've seen big plays from each freshman. Michigan State, Goody hit a couple big threes. Mm-hmm. RJ with the breakaway dunk and then the pass to Podge. Yep. Podge with the absolute stones with the three. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we've seen yeah. flashes. So we need to yeah. be taking minutes away from bums that we have on this team. And I'm sorry <laughs> to say it, but it's true. Jeez. Change the rotation. I'm More okay energy. I'm okay with that. Not yeah. somebody who comes in, can't shoot. The rim could be uh, fifty feet wide. He couldn't make a three. <laughs> yeah, he 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 struggled again uh, this game. Um, Trent, we talked about a little bit. Uh, he did play all forty minutes. How do you airball um, a shot after their chin airball? After you airballed yeah. the first one, I don't know. You the think hell he, was that? I don't know. He he looked off. Um, I thought he would shut them up by making one. And then I he know went, it was, was a good look, and then it went over the who? What the hell yeah. happened there? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you got to think his legs had to be, he had to be overcompensating for how wore out he had to be. But um, he also missed a layup. He did. Uh, I think he texted me at one time. Illinois was two of 10 for layups. layups. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what they ended up, but two of 10 is not good. I don't, they could have made 20 more and it still was 22 for 30. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but he, Trent did what he does. Um, I mean, he shut down. Boo Booey. Um, I know who you think's trash, but uh, he is. Boo was three of 11. Um, he made that three late that didn't matter, except if you took uh, Illinois minus four and then you were not very happy. Um, he had nine points, Boo did. Um, and the the biggest thing I saw, um, I, I know somebody tweeted it, but uh, Northwestern was on a four to one. Uh, fast break, and the only guy back there was Trent Frazier, and they didn't score. So, um, still wondering that was, why he's that not was, on the. Well, that was Trent's defense, one hundred percent. 
but you want to throw a little something in there that was Northwestern's incompetence as well. <laughs> sure, sure. You can say that, <laughs> you know. You know, um, if you look at a couple of big stats from this game, and I think Kofi had an impact on this, Trent had an impact on this, second chance points. Yeah. Northwestern had zero, but then points off turnovers, Illinois had two. I feel like Illinois reverted back to earlier in the season, turning the ball over as much as they and did. I felt like Northwestern had like 14 points off of turnovers or something. 15. Um, yeah. 15. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Illinois 13 turnovers. Uh, like I said, Kofi had four of them. Uh, Grandison had two. Trent had three. Trent's, I don't I'm going to say he's getting sloppy with the ball, but I think he's had three the last few games. Um, but again, he's playing 40 minutes. He's running the point for the whole 40 minutes because Illinois has nobody else. Uh, hopefully tomorrow, Corbello's back. Um, and and can relieve him of the point guard duties a little bit. Um, freshman, like you said, had had good games. Um, RJ Melinda's out of nowhere, plays 16 minutes. So I don't know what was going on with that. There was word that he wasn't healthy, um, that he wasn't ready. I don't know, um, <clears throat> but I'm glad to see him in there. Uh, he, he does bring a big spark to the team. Uh, Pods. I, you know, he did some big things. Um, I, I think he still has some some growing to do, but it, it was good to have these kids playing when it mattered. And, uh, you know, they they didn't do anything dumb, right? Um, Brad said after the game that uh, he had a feeling that the Illini needed them in the game, um, needed the freshmen in the game, and said he didn't think they would stumble. So... Uh, he's he's apparently got faith in him now, which is good. Um, BBV in pain, uh, BBV three minutes, so he's back to uh, playing third fiddle, I guess, after two starts. Um, <laughs> pain eight minutes, uh, had two points, I think, uh, two rebounds, three blocks. He was really good defensively around the rim like he has been all year. Um, and then, like you said, Goody, I, I thought he struggled. He had two turnovers. Uh, missed his three that he took, uh, made a couple not great fouls. And your boy Hawkins, uh, he had a nice little jumper. I mean, God. he had a nice little jumper. He took a three for some reason, shooting. I wonder what's he shooting now. It's got to be 20%. Yeah, you should do some uh, rounding and make it zero because that's pretty <laughs> much what it is. 26. It doesn't seem like it moved for some reason, but – it is what it is. Um, he had a rebound, a steal, and an assist. So, but um, I, you know, like I said, Northwestern plays people tough, and they find ways to to get back in games. Um, Illinois went on their you know six minute two point run, like they seem to be doing lately. Um, sometimes they do it all the time, but I. I Illinois needs to find a guy defensively that can can guard a guy like Nance. Um, you I know, told you Kofi playing in this game was going to help Nance. I and it and it didn't have to though. Just put a hand up. I mean, he shot three wide open threes that nobody was even around him. Kofi did make some good defensive plays, but not outside of the paint. Right, right, and it, and it wasn't just because I think he made. I think Nance made one maybe when Demonte was guarding him too. Um, but they they got to find – I mean, I, I feel like that's got to be like Grandison's job, right? I, I don't know. Somebody's got to be able to guard the four. I mean, Goody, if he plays. 
Illini had a down game after Michigan State. Northwestern does what they what it does. What's yeah, Northwestern team? sucks. I mean, they're terrible. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Illinois is now one forty and forty three against these losers. I mean, you say that, but you look at like Wisconsin's games; they're all close, except they they're on the winning side of it. So, yeah, but Northwestern sucks. Okay. They have a history of sucking. Okay. Chris Collins is a fraud. They're two and eight in conference play. <laughs> when somebody who's supposed to be a college basketball genius said they would guarantee that they'd make the tournament, come on. I mean, last year they I'm were nine. Pretty sure you're the only one that calls John Ross. Here before a that, so. I said supposed to be. I didn't say he was a genius, <laughs> even though I'm still a fan. I will always support uh, eight and twenty-three the year before that, thirteen and nineteen the year before that, fifteen and seventeen the year before that. How about you go over five hundred? Oh, they did, and then they did win a tournament game. So shout out to them. And then they lost to Gonzaga. Wow, he's had one good year there. Other than that, he's a fraud, a phony. He can't win at all. <laughs> he's gone over five hundred twice in a billion seasons at Northwestern. They're a joke. Okay. He's never had an offense inside the top uh, 50 on Ken Palm, and he's never had a defense. That's because you got to be really smart defenses. to go to Northwestern. Yeah, that's why you think that those dweebs in the student section come up with a better chant than airball for 50 minutes. <laughs> well. I got to I got to say that Northwestern's student section showed up. I know. Yeah. Wow. Very I, big, who, but... I mean, who the hell would want to show up for this team? They stink. Mm. Okay. Well, I really hope Illinois doesn't lose to them in a couple. Yeah. Games. No kidding. I should have. I should have burned the bridges on their last game. <laughs> My bad. Um, Brad said after the game, uh, "Quote: It took everybody today. It took a whole the whole bench. It took maybe some guys we haven't seen play a lot play really well." So. So uh, he was happy with the. I, we're going like to talk about this. Was. We're going to talk about this later, but I wonder how they approach the freshman against Wisconsin. Because I, they're really going to need somebody like Goody to be a good defender off the bench. Yeah. Because Wisconsin, one thing they do have is some length with their guards. Like Johnny Davis is six five, but right, you know, it's still taller than what Illinois guards are for the most part, with the yeah. exception of Grandison. So something to something to think about. We'll we'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, Northwestern stinks. I mean, what do you, what do you want me to say? Yeah. They wear e- the color purple. Win. That's that's easy an win. Easy win. Yep. I Never mean, Illinois, Illinois could not have played a worse game in this game and win the game. I mean, they, they shot five of 18 from three. Yeah. If you can get Illinois to shoot five of 18 from three, you should win. That's 27% with one of the better three-point shooters in the country on the team. So I guess the check cleared for Chris Collins to get Plummer, at, Plummer out of the game. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, what can yeah. you do? Uh, so – there were two players on the Illini that had an offensive rating over a hundred for Illinois in this game on Ken Palm. Can you name the two? No, I have no idea what that means. Well, pretty much, you know, it's offensive rating. So there you go. <laughs> uh, it's it means it's good. Kofi. So, Kofi is ninety-two, oh. but he was the MVP of the game. I don't. Uh... Demonte going one of one. 183, yeah. And Omar Payne going one of one. <laughs> they didn't give Omar a rating because he didn't play over 10 minutes. Oh. Or he didn't play over 15 Melendez. minutes. Melendez. 110, yeah. Yep, so Melendez and Demonte over 100. Northwestern had three. It was uh, Barry, Greer, and uh, Nance. Boo Booey, typical 82. What a loser, 30 minutes. 82? Three. Right? That does not sound very good. 
Frazier's 54. I mean, that sounds better than what it should be. Yeah, I mean, he went three of uh, 11 from the field, so he had that going for him. You know, yeah, he stinks. He's a loser. But uh, what can you do? Uh, <laughs> Illinois did shoot well from two-point range. That's probably what saved him, 17 for 33 from two-point range, which is 51%. Yeah. So, well, When you have Kofi, you know, that that'll help that. So. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. Um, I mean, what can you say? Northwestern's just not – they're not what they uh, they were supposed to be. I mean, this their roster on paper should probably be like five and five in the Big Ten right now or four and six, somewhere around there, I would think. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not because their coach is a fraud. Um, he should probably leave and, and try to save face and go to like VMI or something. Yeah, because everybody wants that Northwestern job. Um, you know, I'm sure there would be a list that would come out and say Izzo and Bruce Pearl and all those guys on there. <laughs> Chris Mack, hey, yeah. he might be a good fit. And then Bruce Pearl gets locked up for eight years and they call it for life. So poor they must I not feel expect bad him for to be Bruce. around very long. Yeah. Jeez. He doesn't look like he takes care of himself very well, but what can you do? Yeah, but one Illinois thing, wins. One thing that Bruce Pearl does team, take right? care That's of is cheat. He's a cheating <laughs> SOB. Bruce Pearl's a scumbag. He can cheat all he wants. They do. No, the, the problem that I have with that is that I really like this Auburn team, like the way they play and how they and Jabari Smith's a stud. Yeah. But I hate their coach so much that it's hard for me to yep. want them to do anything good. But uh, what can you do? Uh, Northwestern. Northwestern is a uh, you know fraudulent school. So there you go, folks. Hope all those dweebs in the student section had a good time in this game. <laughs> so nerds. Yeah, I mean, what we're saying these days, like they call themselves Chicago's big. Like, what does that even mean? I don't. They got to brand themselves somehow. They're like the fifth best team in Chicago right now. (laughs) DePaul's better. Chicago State would put up a fight. Doesn't don't they say Chicago's Big Ten team though? Yeah, it's stupid. Loyola Chicago's better. UIC's better. There's no other. Illinois doesn't need to be Chicago's Big Ten team. We'll just get the players from Chicago if we want them and then beat your ass every time. I mean, how hard is that? <laughs> there you go. It's embarrassing that they call themselves a real school. They should be kicked out of the Big Ten, along with Penn State and Maryland and all those other schools. Bunch Evan's, of losers. Evan said, love seeing the freshmen play. They got some crazy chemistry with each other. Yeah, I think it's big that, that they're playing now um, and they're playing late game and um, keeping them together because, you know, with the transfer portal and all that, you never know. You never know. See I, I know one guy that's probably leaving. Coleman Hawkins, dear Lord, please. <laughs> uh, they're going to be a deep team next year, though, no doubt. If everybody stays except for Hawkins and Hawkins yeah. goes. and Hey, I, be wouldn't, I wouldn't completely is... rule out Kofi staying. I wouldn't completely rule that out. I agree. I, I think it's unlikely, though, but I wouldn't rule it out completely. Unlikely, but possible. Yes. I mean, Timmy came back to Gonzaga earlier. Steve says, I think the three freshmen will help push the line eye to the top. A lot of talent for eight to ten minutes in a game. I expect one of them to step up big in the second half of the year. I still think it's going to be Goody. I do, too. I think Goody had an off game, but um, I don't know. And like I said, I don't know what's going on with Melendez, but for him to not play for a week or two weeks or a month, I don't even know how long it's been. And then he plays for 16 minutes, um, and does things. So maybe, maybe he's maybe he's better. So 
He plays a lot of confidence. That's good. He's got that going for him. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, On to the next thing. Yeah, real quick. Uh, So Illinois-Chicago is going to the Missouri Valley, correct? I believe so. So I'd like to make a proposal for Northwestern to replace them in the horizon. Okay. So we'll see if I can get that get the get the wheels in motion on that one. Um, Start one of those change.orgs or something. I could do that. Uh, move Northwestern to the Horizon League. Let's get that started. <laughs> so right. they can so they can get bent over by Cleveland State and Wright State in those schools. Uh, wooden Award finalists. Kofi made the top twenty. I guess is what it is. Um, along with nineteen other people, obviously. Um, I think they, I saw somewhere seven or from the Big Ten. Uh, I'll just run them down real quick. Max. Acemus. <laughs> Ochai. Baji. <laughs> All right. James Akinjo. Nailed it. Bonchero. There you go. Kofi, obviously. Johnny Davis, Zach Eady, Colin Gillespie, somehow. Chet Holmgren, Jaden Ivey, your boy, Trace Jackson Davis, Johnny Juzang, EJ Liddell, Benedict Matherin, Isaiah Mobley, which good for him, um, Keegan Murray, David Roddy, Jabari Smith, Drew Timmy, Oscar Sheboy. Who do you think is winning it? Um, Do you think it's going to be somebody from the Big Ten? No. Okay. My guess would probably be uh, Drew Timmy. Or Oscar Sheboy, one of those two probably. Okay. I mean, Sheboy's been a complete force at Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, they beat the brakes off of Kansas. Yeah. What's I mean, Jabari Smith is really good. What's his numbers? I don't think his numbers are as high as you think. Probably because they have they've had so many other guys. So many guys. Yeah. Fifteen points, six rebounds, two assists. Okay. 43% 43% from the field, 40% from three, 81% from the line. And he's also like a, a completely next-level defender. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I know Kofi is like one of two players that's averaging 20 and 10. So whatever that's worth. But, uh, yeah, so he made the list. Anyways, uh, Jaden Epps was selected to the Iverson Classic 2022 All-Star Game. Um, of course, the commit. Coming to Illinois, uh, he's been playing really well lately. I believe he averaged uh, 30 points a game against overtime elite, which is like I'd like to call him the next fake school. So the next Allen Iverson now instead of Damian Lillard. So okay, congrats to the next AI coming to Illinois. So Um, he's going to shoot a lot, huh? uh, Absolutely, definitely, no doubt. Is that Iverson thing like he he'd go six for 35 or something? Sure, why not? We'll go with that. Um, I think also real quick before we get into the next thing, yeah. Uh didn't was it Bardo who called it who said Johnny Davison? I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah. Bardo was yeah, pretty good this game. compared to he what wasn't the bad. standard is. I mean, he seemed like he yeah. I feel like he doesn't like Northwestern deep down, so he kind of was That's like, true. Okay, I'm gonna give it to them a little bit. Yeah. I think he did yeah. that. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. Uh Class of 23, Kylan Boswell uh, is supposed to be coming to make a visit to Illinois. Uh, he's a five-star we've talked about before. He's number 13-ish overall uh, in the class of 23. He already visited UNLV. He has plans to go visit Arizona, which he plays for comp- 
Arizona Compass or whatever that place is. I don't know. Um, so, uh, and he's coming, supposed to come to Illinois. Uh, he currently has his top eight with UNLV, Arizona, Illinois, Texas Tech, Kansas, Michigan. As long as he doesn't go there, I don't care. USC and Oregon. So, um, these three visits are, are basically going to be locks. Uh, he has, I think he gets two others. Um, so it's basically, he's not going to cut his list down anymore, but apparently UNLV, Arizona, Illinois are in his top three because that's where he wants to go visit. Um, he's from Champaign originally. So I don't know how good a chance Illinois has to get in this kid. Uh, according to two, four, seven, um, he is warm on Illinois and Arizona. Um, he did say after going to UNLV that Coach Kruger out there uh, wants to make UNLV back to being one of the nation's best programs. So I don't know if maybe he wants to go out there and be the guy for UNLV. Um, no. It's always, it's always possible. Um, you know, I mean, that's some guys want to be want to be them. So. It's a bad idea. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not a bad idea. I'm just saying – I'm not. I'm just saying. I think he seems to like the weather in California. Uh, I sure, so I could, it sucks here. I could see Arizona being the being where he goes just because of. I mean, I know it gets hot in Arizona, but um, I could see him staying in Arizona, uh, especially with the way Arizona is now, with how good they are. Um, yeah. Hope he comes to Illinois. Who knows? Um, he did say, uh, "quote the connection with." a coach in the NBA and just the relationships as well. And if I fit in the program, that's all I need. So um, well, Brad under was not exactly known right for coaching NBA talents other than IO. Right. And so, Juwan Evans technically I think was drafted at Oklahoma state. So, you know, yeah, I mean, that I, literally is saying how, how to say you're not going to Illinois without saying, right. It. I, yeah, I believe he'd be one of the best recruits Illinois ever got. So, it ain't happening. If Brad can pull uh, it off, good luck, sir. Uh, you were right about Iverson, by the way. 2000, 2001, he had 39 games where he shot over 25 times. Yeah, he shot all the time. Yeah, that's why he's not better than Steve Nash. So when people are idiots to say the best <laughs> player of all time without a ring and they say Iverson instead of Nash, they're stupid. It's very simple. But anyway, what can you do? Uh, here's a comment. Illini's next three games. This is our season, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd say the next certainly the biggest stretch. The next yeah. three because Northwestern is a joke, and Rutgers seems to. I mean, Rutgers in the road is definitely tough, but yeah, I mean, I, Illinois does not have an easy road. Um, but yeah, I mean, Wisconsin they, at Indiana and at Purdue uh, is going to be tough. It's not really their season. They're eight and two in the Big Ten, but they do need to win at least one of these three. Yes. Um, I, I think they'll have a good shot against Wisconsin. I think they can beat Indiana. They seem um, to own Indiana but, recently, last yeah. few years, but you never know. I mean, you know, a little home cooking at Assembly Hall for the from the refs. Is Indiana. that what that game is at Indiana, right? Yeah. It's 11 a.m. too. That's a huge warning flag. Yeah, but some guy said that Indiana doesn't play good at 11 too, so whatever that means. But I feel like it's easier to play well at, at 11 a.m. if you're at home. Mm-hmm. Tell that to, I mean, Illinois was about to beat the brakes off of Purdue until Omar Payne ruined it. I think as everybody knows that's true. Obviously, yes. And they haven't really had any trouble. I know Purdue's way better this year than they've been the last couple of years, but they have gone into Purdue and dominated. You know, it's just that is Edie going to get away with the, the elbow action and how are they going to officiate that game? That's the biggest thing there. Uh, but after that, 
Northwestern Rutgers, you know, games you should win. Then Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Iowa. It would be nice to go on another run that they went on uh, last season. I feel like we a stat that we haven't brought up that we can bring up is I believe Illinois is 22-3 and three in their last 25 Big Ten games. Yeah. And I can pinpoint those Pretty losses good. right now. Purdue is one. Maryland. Uh-huh. And Michigan State, I believe, is the other one from last year. Yep. Nailed it. So let's uh, go ahead and figure out how to, uh, you know, do that again is go on a run late in the season. Yeah. Um, I I mean, you can't say Brad hasn't turned it around. Um, can't say that he's a bad coach, right? 22 and three in the big 10 is pretty good. No, but I think that the (laughs) Illinois offense has dropped about 13 spots in the last three games on Ken. I believe that. They're 22nd now. now. (laughs) So they've really fallen off. Uh, The metrics don't like them as much as they once did, but that's fine. Not that it matters. Uh, I haven't looked at the net rankings in a little bit. Uh, if you if you you know are into that, which I don't think a lot of people are, Illinois is 15th right now, two and three in quad one, five and two in quad two. So I'm assuming the quad two losses would be Maryland, even though that was a road game. Yeah, and uh, Cincinnati, I would guess. Uh, if I remember the standards for what quad is what and how it works, uh, off the top of my head, you would look up where Maryland is. And I think it's top 75. I don't know. Who cares at this point? Uh, (laughs) Illinois plays Wisconsin tomorrow. Yeah. Big game. Apparently big one. Illinois is once again, playing for first place in the big 10. They just did against Michigan state. Now they got to. How many Wisconsin? How many in a row do they have over Wisconsin? Is it three? Cause they went to Wisconsin yeah. I believe 2019-20 season and beat yeah. them. Last year they beat them both times, one of which without Io. And if Demetric Trice wasn't playing in that game, Illinois wins by 25. Uh, but this Wisconsin team this year is very similar to last year, except Johnny Davis is much better, and yeah. they don't have as good of a point guard. Yeah. Uh, and – at the five, they're still a problem. I feel like Kofi, we say this almost every game, but there's no way Kofi doesn't have a big game. Right. Right. He literally has to. Yeah. I mean, they don't have anybody to match up against him, really. Um, I, they, but it's going to, I think it's, I mean, Johnny Davis is going to get his, but Tyler Wall's been playing phenomenal basketball. And that's another stretch four that worries me with Illinois. Um, how 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 do they stop both of them? Um, well, the good thing is that Johnny Davis is not like six eight. True, you know? true. You think that it's? I mean, imagine if this is obviously hypothetical and probably won't happen. But down the road, let's say Illinois makes a tournament run, they run into Auburn. I mean, they're screwed in that game because you got six ten seven <laughs> one at yeah. the four and the five, and one of them's a stretch four. So you know, yeah, it's just hypothetical. Auburn can play. Auburn gets sloppy though. That's Jabari Smith. Jabari do. Smith went two for fifteen against Missouri. Yeah. So, is, is Wisconsin still the leaders of turnover, like least amount of turnovers per game? So they're second in turnover percentage. Okay. So they got that going. Uh, number one is Iowa. 
Okay. Who, who lost to Penn State last night? Hey, Northwestern's number four, so that's something. If you're <laughs> if you're Chris Collins and you're recruiting, do you throw up on the thing? Number four in turnover percentage on Ken Palm. Well, clearly, yeah. Not that we're two and eight in the Big Ten. Northwestern sucks. Uh, okay. So this game is eight o'clock. Big Ten Network. Wait, uh, tomorrow night. I mean, I feel like this is a big missed opportunity for ESPN FS1. Yeah. To get this game, it's on Big Ten Network, which is probably not ideal for the sport, but what yeah, can you, you do? feel like it should have been a headliner game, but I mean, like you wrote down here, I yeah, I know you didn't think Wisconsin was going to be good at all. It um, literally, I mean, it depended on Johnny Davis and right. Tyler Wall being. And good. I don't, and yeah, and I don't think anybody expected Johnny Davis to make as big a jump as he did. So, um, and Johnny Davis, Illinois. Gonna have to rebound because Johnny Davis is a great rebounder as a guard. Um, so if DeMonte guards him, he's gonna have to put a butt in him. I hope, yeah, a little bit better boxing out. Uh, he had a couple big box outs late in the game against Northwestern. Um, so Wisconsin's eight and two in the Big Ten, Illinois is eight and two in the Big Ten, Wisconsin's 17 and three overall. They had so they actually showed up in most of their non conference games, unlike Illinois. Uh, they beat Houston. They beat Texas A&M, who's sneaky good. They beat St. Mary's. They beat Marquette. Um, they lost to Providence, so that was their one non-conference uh, loss, which looks like a pretty good loss at this point, yeah, given I, what Providence is right now. I told you Providence beat Purdue in scrimmage. That you know, is 100% One guy true. had 10 fouls, but, you know, still beat Providence, Providence lost. Providence lost to Marquette by 32. So that's yeah. what makes no sense about them. But uh, they're coming – Wisconsin coming off of th- – their last three wins were Minnesota, Nebraska, Northwestern. So And not – they weren't great, like great put-away wins. They won by six, eight, and six. Yeah. Lost by 12 to Michigan State, beat Ohio State by 10, beat Maryland by one, beat Iowa by nine, beat Purdue by five. Lost to Ohio State by 18. Yeah. Beat Indiana by five. In I mean, league. they've they they haven't really blown anybody out. Right? I mean No, I mean, other than I would say in the Big Ten they haven't, but right. I mean they but I mean, was it Nichols was lost by three. three. Illinois by State, three, yeah. they beat him by four. They um, beat Green Bay by like thirty eight. So well, they got good for them. Good for them. They beat St. Uh, Francis, New York by uh, 23. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they, they seem to just stay in games and then they find a way to win. They handled Marquette pretty easily. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that was a Marquette team that, other than Morcel, I don't really think anybody showed up in that game and Lewis, but, you know, Illinois' loss to Marquette was a one-off, as well as the Cincinnati thing. Cincinnati thing was definitely a one-off. But uh, the metrics don't love Wisconsin as much as you'd think, so we'll get into that. But as as we've said, Illinois offense needs to take it up a notch. Uh, Under 70 points, three straight games. Under 16 last two games. They won both those games, but not that that really – I mean, Northwestern, do they even count as a Big Ten team at this point? So Yeah, they're definitely – the offense is going to have to pick it up. I and I Wisconsin is probably going to slow down, but you got to think that that Illinois needs to play more up, um, get guys shots, uh, get Plummer some shots early. 
uh, get him feeling it. And then, and then they got to shut down people. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it, I did see, um, you know, we got this snowpocalypse 2022 coming through Illinois. Um, they did say that Wisconsin was coming in tonight. Uh, the game will be played regardless. Um, and Brad said in his, uh, show that he does every week at Papa Dell's plug, if you want to sponsor us, go ahead. Um, he said, quote, get your shovels out. Hope to see everybody there. So you guys make your trek up to Champaign. Um, how many fans do you think make it to this game? 57. 57. All right. I hope they're loud. Low bar. Low bar. Because we need 15. What, what, what's his number? He loves 15, five. Yeah, whatever it is. 67 or something. Is uh, is the student section going to be? I mean, they can walk, right? Well, I know there's been games where they're like not. Uh, they should be at this just because they're back in fully back in session. I don't know. There was a whole controversy a couple weeks ago that we didn't talk about with yeah. them not being in a certain game or something. I don't well, know. Purdue and I, I kind of mentioned it. Um, the Michigan I, game and the Purdue game. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, so Johnny Davis and Tyler Wall will create matchup issues, uh, but I think I like the idea of Frazier guarding Davison. I know that yeah, Davison's six th- four, uh, but I Trent can do that. Yeah, and I think that he needs to be on him to keep him off the three. You know, because um, that's kind of because he makes that he makes big threes for Wisconsin. Per Kinbaum, he's their best offensive player. Really? Davison. Yeah, well, efficiency wise, I mean, Johnny Davis is obviously the, the guy they go through, but efficiency, I mean, Evan says no way the students don't show up for this big a game. I agree. I just they might be camping outside right now. Who knows? Uh, this is a game for Kofi to dominate Wisconsin, as they usually don't. I mean, when was the last time they had a legitimate five? I guess Ethan Happ would count. I yeah. guess, but Illinois was terrible when he was there. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and it's, it'll be interesting to see how Wisconsin decides to play him. Um, you know, Davidson's going to get in there and try to smack his arms around a few times. Um, maybe, you know, hit him in the nuts or something, whatever yeah. Davidson does. But, uh, I, you know, it, it, it Kofi hat is going to have to take care of the ball in this game because their guards are going to, are going to be in there swiping at him. And, and like you said, we need guys to make shots. Kofi's going to have to kick out, you know, and and when they have open shots, they're going to have to make them. We need Grandison to show up and get his shot right. Um, maybe Curbelo makes a couple threes. Who knows? Uh, I wouldn't count on it. Is this the first? So, so do you think this is the first game where Illinois is at full strength? I mean – because because with the whole Curbelo thing, I, I don't know if you can say he was at full strength when he played those games after his concussion. They didn't have Kofi the first three games. I guess, yeah, that could be. I mean, so, we'll see. I think they're going to show up, though, no doubt. Um, Stephen Crowell is the center for Wisconsin, seven foot, but only 234 pounds. Uh, also averages 0.3 blocks per game. How is that possible if you're seven feet tall? <laughs> Uh, and then their other is big that, off the bench. Brandon Leib's brother. Exactly. He's going to get folded in half. Uh, Chris Vogt, who somehow has shrunk, apparently, because I'm looking at his uh, career. He played Northern Kentucky, played at Cincinnati the last two seasons. He was 7'1", 260 at Cincinnati. Now he's seven foot 257. What the hell happened? Uh, <laughs> so he, he'll probably come off the bench and foul a few times. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I mean, this is a 
game where Illinois can dominate in the inside. And if they don't, you got to imagine there's going to be kickouts available for Kofi if he wants to do that, which he's done. Yeah, they have well. to. They have to find a way to get it to him too. That's all, that's been Illinois' problem all year. Um, they're they're they got to find a way to get Kofi the ball. So I think Kofi's going to have thirty in this game. Yeah, just hope the refs don't go crazy and Kofi doesn't get in foul trouble. I don't think Wisconsin has a guy to get Kofi in foul trouble. So I don't, I don't think that unless will happen, of course, Greg Gard tries to pull a fast one and just gives it to Crowell every time. <laughs> True, and sees True. what happens. Uh, but I think early in the game, the matchups that I would assume will happen, you'll have Chucky Hepburn, which is a hell of a name, uh, <laughs> against Plummer, which I don't think that Hepburn really does that much offensively overall. I mean, he's had a few double-digit point games, but uh, he doesn't seem to have the offense. I mean, he's a freshman as well, but he doesn't really seem to have very much impact offensively. Uh, you'll have probably Brad Davison against Frazier, a couple of uh, veterans, one mm-hmm. of which has done it right in his career. The other one, not so much, but a good player. Yeah. Um, Johnny Davis against DeMonte, I assume, would be the matchup there, yeah. which I don't know what Johnny Davis did against Illinois last season. I remember him showing some flashes in one of those games. Yeah, I don't remember. Um Seven points and five points. So maybe my, yeah, and my only worry is is that DeMonte might be a step slow against him, but um, I don't know if there's any other matchup he can go with. You got to yeah. get physical with him. I mean, he, right. he's 6'5", 194. Right, and, and I agree. Um, so, and you know, DeMonte may get teed up this game. Who knows? He better. I'd be disappointed <laughs> if he didn't. Uh, Wall versus Grandison, which is probably the most important matchup in this game. Yeah. I don't know. That four, that, that four is what is – is hurting Illinois right now. If um, if Grandison has a bad start, you throw Goody in and see what he can. I do. agree. I I hundred. Goody's six seven, and he's weighs enough to get physical. Yeah. So. Yeah, Goody Goody and Pods have been playing defense well, um, and that's what they they they're like a a little spark. Um, and it, it's going to be interesting. You know, I I don't think we've heard anything on Curbelo, but he's got to be out of COVID protocol by now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how Brad plays these guys once he has a full team. I that's because I always I like Brad's lineups are just weird sometimes. So I don't know. Goody might match up with Davis if Granison's playing poorly. Then yeah, I mean maybe. Or or if. Demonte doesn't DeMonte. do anything. I don't know. Yeah, well, and that's why when Goody's in, he might be on Goody might be on Davis, and then you move Demonte to Wall and just just to bang with him. So, um, but yeah, I think I think Wall's the biggest key for Illinois in this game. Um, he he is just he's a good ball player. He had so. seven seven points and two points against Illinois last season, which not that that matters. He wasn't. I mean, he did play. Yeah, thirty-one minutes and twenty-four minutes in those games, but yeah, he's inconsistent too. I mean, he's had like he had sixteen against Providence when they lost, eighteen against St. Mary's, but then he had a stretch where he wasn't scoring at all. Then he had twelve and eighteen in their next two games after that. In the Big Ten, he's really had two great games: twenty-one against Maryland, twenty against Ohio State, four against Nebraska, fifteen in the last game against Minnesota. So uh, inconsistent. Hopefully, he has a bad night. I mean. You know, oh, he could be in foul trouble too. Confirmed from Evan, Curbelo is able to play. 
per source, yes. Um, <laughs> per source. Yeah, Wall's been Our known viewer. to get in some fouls. He'll be fouled out against Purdue. He had four fouls against Maryland, four against Minnesota. So maybe he gets a little foul trouble. DeMonte goes to the rack, draws a foul. Oh, 13 minutes ago, visual evidence. Alani's Andre Corbello is back with the team. So he is on the floor practicing right now. Okay, we're back. Uh, but one key, I think, is Illinois needs better three-point shooting from Plummer, Frazier, Grandison. More so Frazier and Grandison given the last couple of games. <clears throat> but – Okay, dude. Uh, I don't even really want to go over the metrics in this game. I'll just, you know, real quick. Wisconsin 35 and 39 offense and defense on Ken Palm, Illinois 22 and 28. Uh, Has the metrics. Haven't shouted him out in a while. You know, he's a friend of the program, really, if you want to throw that term around. Uh, Illinois 12 and 30 offense and defense on Ken, uh, on Ken has the metrics. You want to combine the two? <laughs> yeah. um, so that's something to think about. I mean, Wisconsin is 29 and 23 offense and defense. And I don't think that Haslametrics, who is a Wisconsin guy, has uh, you know, messed with the numbers here. I think he's I don't think he's juked the stats on Wisconsin's metrics because it's not that impressive what they are. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, Ken Palm projects Illinois to win this game by six. So mm, I, I think a lot that. of that has to do with home. Yeah. Um I see that Barstool Line is doing a real good job trying to jinx Illinois. Brad Davison's last three games against Illinois, he's 0 for 3, 2 of 18 shooting with 11 points. So He's going to have 25, so I'm going to overcome that. And then they put a little clown emoji and tagged him in it. So, you know, great, great, great. Just, I mean, what are we doing? Go ahead and make the, make the other team mad before they get here. But, they, um, you know, they did it. Well outside of 24 hours, I <laughs> that's not that bad. couple of things. Uh, Brad today, well, I mean, he's apparently in his, you know, he's in his uh, press conference now. But Austin Hutcherson uh, had been in California getting surgery. Uh, he still got four to eight weeks of recovery, um, but he is back with the team. And uh, Brad said, uh, it's going to be a heck of a college basketball game's our guys would love to see this place rocking and rolling. So not only does Brad condone drinking before the game, he wants you to risk your life to go watch him too. So I don't see a problem with that at all. <laughs> so do you? No. I'm, hey, he wants people there. I get it. it. It's it's the biggest game of the year up to this point. So yeah, I feel like the Purdue game was. Nope. This one. Okay. Uh, predictions. Go predictions. Ahead. Uh, do it. Let's. Uh, uh, Steve gave his prediction, so we'll go ahead and throw this up here. I think Illini will have one of the best games of the year, win by fifteen plus. That is scenario. That is a scenario that I have thought of. Yes, so. I could see it. I could see just everything going in. Yeah, I could see it too. However, I think this game is going to be close. Wisconsin always plays teams close. Um, at least they have been this year, except for maybe a couple. Uh, I think Illinois is going to pull it out just barely, maybe a plumber three to, to win the game. Illinois 72, Wisconsin 69. Uh, I think Illinois is going to win. I think it's going to be very close. I think it's going to be 67-66, Wisconsin, with 7.3 seconds to go. Uh-huh. Uh, they're going to give it to Frazier. He's going to walk it down the floor. He's not going to take a five-second uh, like Plummer <laughs> would. Uh, he's going to, you know, work to the right side, dribble a little bit by carry a few times, which he does when he dribbles, which something to think about. I think Collins was bitching about that in the last game. Uh, he's going to try to look for Kofi, but Kofi's, you know, going to get sealed off by like three guys kicking mm -hmm. across the floor. 
to Grandison baseline jumper two ball. Thanks for coming. How you doing? Game over. Illinois wins. They don't storm the floor because the team is good now. Because we've been there. Uh, yeah. So, I was thinking maybe a Tyler Griffey moment. There, but so. Maybe a Tyler Griffey moment. A little backdoor without, action. Without, without storming the floor would be scenario number two. Yep. Uh, Evan, it'll be interesting to see this team at full strength, especially with the freshman probably getting some good time. Hopefully, I mean, yeah. Hopkins doesn't play. I think hopefully that's, that's going to be the question. What What's Brad going to throw at him? Who's going to get time? Um, I mean, they went 11 deep against Northwestern without Curbelo. So, um, that I, appears to be of significance. Yeah. We always talked about how this team was so deep and against Northwestern, albeit they only scored 59 points. Now, um, they, they went deep. So what if they put Dane danger in a number 33 Hawkins uniform? Do you think that <laughs> would work. If they could pull that off. <clears throat> Cause when I was playing youth baseball, I played for a team with a different name and we got caught. Were you like so, the ladybugs? They put did you grow your hair out like that? And do you know what the ladies ladybugs is, Ethan? I'm not I don't know. Oh my goodness. Or the guy dressed up who was the the actor, the funny guy. Anyways, dressed up his son the like funny a girl. Guy? You know who I'm talking about. Rodney Dangerfield. Uh dressed up his his boy, it might have been his girlfriend's boy like a girl to play on the girl soccer team so they could win. Now, is this real? I can't. It's a movie. Okay. You need to watch it. Not a big movie guy overall. I mean, I I did watch the Kevin James, Sean Payton movie. If they made a uh, TV adaptation, would you watch it? Uh, Depends on the cast, I would say. Okay. All right. Anyways. Certainly. (laughs) Around the Big Ten. Yeah, not a lot of great games this week. Uh, Iowa at Ohio State is a pretty good one on Thursday. Um, Iowa needs to win considering they just lost to Penn State last night. Yeah, that's that's rough. Iowa, Iowa without Keegan Murray would be Northwestern, I think. They're bad outside of him, and yeah. his brother occasionally shows up. Yeah. Bohannon's a fraud. I can't believe I ever mentioned him and Frazier in the same sentence, even though I wasn't trying to say that they were the same. But whatever, if you want to take that out of context and run with it, they can be the losers and do that. Um, Illinois at Indiana Saturday. We'll obviously talk about that one later in the week. Uh, Michigan at Purdue. Michigan trying to stay afloat. They just they hung around with Michigan State a lot, and then they just kind of got outmatched down the stretch. Um, and Juwan Howard with a bit of a Penny Hardaway-type press conference in the way that he was talking after the Michigan state game. So yeah. Felt bad for frustrations, him. you know, frustrations. And I apologize for ever saying that he was better than Underwood. Cause he's not, uh, but once he can change things, uh, Michigan state at Rutgers because Rutgers is six and four in the big 10. So they're Illinois beating okay. the absolute breaks off of them mm-hmm. is a little more significant now than it was when it happened. Sure. Maryland at Ohio State is a horrendous game, and it's on here because it's on CBS somehow. Why are they putting is a it national a audience? AM game? I think it's a noon game. Mm. Why are they putting a national audience through the the, I mean chalk, chalkboard nails watching Maryland play basketball? Nobody. I mean, wants to watch they that. did beat Illinois. So, I don't care. Um, I mean, they beat Illinois when Illinois didn't show up at all. That's true, but maybe Ohio State won't show up. Who knows? Ohio State by 75. Um, <laughs> this final score is going to be 120 to 
whatever 75 would be from that 45 <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You put um, on here. Yeah, I just threw this on there. Uh, it means absolutely nothing at this point. But BS, uh, it means everything. Uh, CBS, uh, their bracket currently has Illinois at a six seed, which I think is crazy. But anyways, um, and they're playing 11 seed Florida State. That would be problematic. Would be awful matchup. And then, of course, they have uh, then the round of 32 would be Illinois versus Kentucky. So, Exactly. It means nothing. CBS wants to see a first or second round exit for the Illini. <laughs> um, currently, uh, Lunardi, who is usually the guy that everybody goes to, has a Which is ridiculous. Up. They should go to five me. scene. Who's that um, guy that you use all the time? Oh, God. I, I have so many names, dude. I can't, okay. even, you know, right. I can't even think about that right now. Okay. Um, Makes sense. So the thing here is that the Illinois fighting Illini – are going to be a two seed. I can just confirm that now. If Brad Underwood's taught me anything about what he's done with this team the last few seasons, they're going to make a run late in the season. So that's kind of the feeling that I get. I just hope they make it past the first. first I'm going to say three or four. Two two is a bit much. I got caught up in the moment. Okay. just don't get stuck playing Florida State in the first round. That would be a disaster. (laughs) That would be awful. Also, uh, we have. I'm I'm testing a countdown to March Madness logo for the first episode, and I wanted to kind of make it pop more, give it a bit more of a uh, big city feel, a Los Angeles, Miami type feel. You know, a little bit more flashy. Maybe not the colors that people would like, but I'm just seeing what what we got here. This is one of the mock purple and green or something. This is one of the ones that I have right now. Uh, It's a very Miami type deal. Uh-huh. Um, overall, I think we might roll with that. And then there's a, another background for it that I have for the episode as well. It kind of looks like cotton candy. but sorry. Yeah, but if you look at those Miami Heat, those Miami Vice jerseys or whatever that they have, uh, very similar to those colors. Let me find that real quick just for the people out there. I know they care. The first Countdown to March Madness episode is going to be uh, next Monday, I believe, unless there's a change. But that's when we really go around the country. We're not going to – say things about teams that aren't supposed to be said, like Northwestern sucks. I won't say that as much on that show that I have on this show. <laughs> uh, either way, the point stands, I think. Yeah. Um, but here's the Miami Heat jersey I was talking about uh, right here. So, yeah. Yeah, it's very much that feel. So we're really going to be next level fancy. So what did he say? Should I wear a Hawaiian shirt? I think he was agreeing that Illinois would go on a run. And That's be... what they've done. Yep. I mean, last year, Brad did you ever does, think right? that they would beat Michigan and uh, and Ohio State and Wisconsin with Io being gone in two of those three games? Nope. And just saying goodbye to Luca Garza in Big Ten tournament fashion? Pretty sweet. Perfect. Perfect. But, uh, all right, I uh, almost got to an hour in this episode. I'm going to end it right before <laughs> an hour just to mess with the uh, you know, OCD people. Um, all right, we'll be back episode 96 later in the week. Illinois better beat Wisconsin. Okay, goodbye.